Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Craig of the Creek, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Eisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. And Alex Bonilla. Hey. Yes, we're back to talk Craig of the Creek, finally, here at the Overly Animated Podcast, talking the June episodes, including The Other Side, the big half-hour special um, culminating a lot of plot in this show. Um, in addition to the other episodes that uh, they went up on the app a few weeks ago, we're a little bit later with this, but they're also currently airing weekly on Cartoon Network. Um, we'll also be covering the, so we'll be covering the other side, Summer Wish, Turning the Tables, Kelsey the Author, Council of the Creek, and Sparkle Cadet, in addition to Fort Williams, which we did not previously cover because that was like a one-off airing. Um, so we have seven episodes to talk about um, on this podcast. We'll probably not be able to hit um, all of them in a super high amount of depth, but we will at least briefly talk about all of these episodes. Uh, we talk Craig in various increments, usually determined by whatever Cartoon Network decides to release at once here at the Overly Animated Podcast. Find us at OverlyAnimated.com on iTunes, OverlyAnimated.com slash iTunes, and our YouTube is YouTube dot com slash overly animated um yeah spoilers for all these episodes the other side is the big one you'll want to have seen already before listening on um but yeah let's get overall impressions on the episodes and then i think the first thing we're going to be getting into is the other side so if you want to give specific takes on that episode as well michelle uh all of these episodes are wonderful um have have we officially crossed over into season two? I feel like we have. That, well, uh, I mean, according, according to Cartoon it, Network, uh, 41 plus is season two. According to the right. website, yeah. Because like the other side feels like a season one finale, yeah, but does. I don't know if it technically is ordered that way. But I mean, yeah, that's like the big plot episode and it did not disappoint. It was super fun. We see a lot of new locations and we get to meet the king, which is... Interesting. He he's an interesting character. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm really high on the Sparkle Cadet just as yes. a character. Um, turning the tables just because of Bernard <laughs> and Scary Craig getting his revenge was amazing. Um, Kelsey's episode where she writes the book is also really really good. Uh, and the Firefly one. So I don't know. I, I think all of these had something really nice to focus on, and it's a good mix of stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I really like this show. I'm, I'm glad we're finally back to talk about it. It feels like it's been a while. It has been. Yeah. I think you say that every, every Craig. No, I, guess I really like the show. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's, it's not like, cause there are some shows we'll, we'll have where it's like, oh yeah, this is a bunch of random episodes. They don't matter. But it's like every Craig episode is always going to be really funny or heartfelt or a mixture of both and maybe have action also. But like. They're never bad and they're never boring. So, <laughs> I, I mean, maybe I do sound a little bit like a broken record, but it's only because this show's very consistently good, yeah. which is just kind of nice. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I think I think it stands out and consistently good and fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. Um, Alex, what do you think of this batch and uh, anything on the other side specifically? Um, I think that this is a pretty sweet batch of episodes. Uh- uh the 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 family angle seemed a bit heightened in in this group like fort williams is focusing on craig and, and his mom we got a couple of craig and bernard interactions that are interesting to to get a look at 
so I, I enjoy. I always enjoy when Craig of the Creek hits that angle. It feels very wholesome in that way. Uh, and there are also like still some good fu- funny moments, like in Turning the Tables. Uh, Kelsey, the author, finally gets Stacks reappearance. Yes. So I, I enjoyed that. So it's, it's been a while since we had Stacks around. Uh, as for the the other side, I find it interesting because it's not. It's not as uh, high stakes as I think I had imagined in my head. I still enjoyed it, but also I don't feel like we really got much uh, um, progress <laughs> really after the episode. And, uh, at least from what it, we'll probably talk about it, but uh, and maybe I'll be convinced otherwise. But like, it, it's a fun episode, and it like introduces a lot more to this other side of the creek. We got a, a new characters in the king and uh, the the hen- the hench person. And the, <laughs> the king has it's pretty cool uh, the the guard uh so i i enjoy i enjoyed it but it, was, it doesn't stand out compared to the other episodes but i think that's more because the other episodes are pretty fun too and the, that that's what all these episodes have in common that they've all got fun little moments and they've got su- uh, sweet emotional moments so that that's all that's what craig of the Creek is about nice um i think that the stakes might seem not there for the other side because these episodes are like kind of clearly out of order. Um, like I think the other side is supposed to take place after almost all, if not all of these episodes, I think mainly just because mm. Kelsey still has her sword in the rest of the episodes, um, which you would think would be, I mean, I don't really know for sure. It's hard to tell because like, are they going to like, presumably that will be addressed after this. But um, so I definitely saw a lot of people at least talking about how it seems like the other side is supposed to be after them, um, which could be true. Um, so maybe we'll see ramifications to come. But yeah, I, I think this is like a very strong batch of episodes. It's a lot. I mean, it's a lot to take in at seven episodes. But um, if previously I had thought we maybe were slightly down from the super high quality we were previously, I think like this is um, this group of episodes is as good as the show gets. I don't think there's like uh, best of the year type. Um, maybe. I mean, I don't know. A few of these I've only seen once, so I, I need to revisit them uh, in the future. But um, like, I think every single one of these seven episodes is actually really good. Like, I, I think genuinely all, I mean, I, I'm, I could list some standouts, like obviously Sparkle Cadet really appeals to me. Um, I yeah, think that's like really good. I had a good. feeling. Yeah. I mean, like it's the magical <laughs> girl parody episode. It's fantastic. And, uh, I, Kelsey, the author with stacks and Kelsey and stack ship, like that's, that's, that's great. Um, Council of the Creek is, uh, very some very heavy social messaging i think that stands out from that one uh i like a lot of stuff in in turning the tables as well and uh, bernard and uh alexis i really like them in that episode summer wish is really good i think that might be uh, yeah, one of the best of this very group sweet. Um, there's also some crazy uh m- like dream sequence and stuff in that one um and it's just a gorgeous episode uh the other yeah the other side is uh i so it was weird i think first time watching it i did get to rewatch this one the first time i watched it i was i did i i think i reacted weird just because i'd like is the first half hour episode is the first episode with plot in it i was like oh is this not as good as those then i rewatched it no it's really good like (laughs) it's just i just wasn't used to it you know like you normally the show is like a specific type of thing and uh i think especially like the third act ish of uh, like the climax portion of the other side is just really really good it flows it, it it just shoots by when you're watching it it's 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 so fun um fort williams is fantastic i i think that uh that i rewatched this one too that underwhelmed me at first 
course, but it's just uh, really, really good. Uh, and Craig's mom is is fantastic in that episode and their relationship. I think it's maybe the best family episode we've done that episode. I don't know if that's hot take, but um, I, I think that's 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 my that's my I think Four Williams is like my favorite of like the quiet um craig uh primarily interacts with one family member and then does so like one thing type episodes usually i'm underwhelmed by them fort williams was fantastic though yeah uh, i feel like fort williams is the mom version of power punchers yeah power punchers is the other one i was thinking of as like best family episode it would be those yeah two, I think. yeah but yeah and, and i'm glad we got a uh, nicole version of power punchers they're they're yeah because mm-hmm. that, that was such a good episode and this one is the fort williams is the show's emmy submission by the way and uh i fr- first i was like that's a weird choice but i think also think it, i think <laughs> because it's like oh, this is there's such good episodes of the show but i, I do think this is a, a really good episode and i think it is easy to uh like when you're submitting for that means it's like you want something that even if you don't watch the rest of the show you can see how good it is just by one episode and i do totally. think that works, that works for this episode yeah so i think it's probably a good choice anyway let's talk let's talk the other side uh actually big plot things to dive into we meet the king we see the other side of the creek and their um the kingdom i guess uh mm-hmm. that, that he has the big tree fort uh stuff going on we meet a bunch of new characters maya the king's guard the king himself and a lot of honeysuckle rangers here. They become potentially allies at the end. Um, man, it's, 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 it's a lot. Uh, Michelle, what's your, what was your big, what was your biggest reaction in this episode? Was it seeing the king? It was actually how many tents there were that kind <laughs> of threw me off. Like, there are no tents on Craig's side of the creek. I was like, oh, it's how'd they get time. all the tents? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess it made me wonder because they're so close together. Like, is this the main hub? And then the rest of it's more spread out with areas similar to like Horse Girl area or Ninja Kid area. Yeah, or is it all just to... by the tree yeah. and they're just in tents there? So I'm a little curious about the the organization of that entire side of the creek as a whole like is that just the hub or is that just it and, and they're just more densely populated like a city um but like the, i liked the king i was way more into the trading tree equivalent the the, the kit stand in person and also <laughs> the the cool lackey who bested kelsey at sword fighting yeah. that was pretty intense like that person seems pretty cool i want them to teach kelsey sword fighting because clearly she could learn a lot from them but yeah, also, are there no other honeysuckle rangers besides? I guess it's just that. John and yeah. Rush, like, yeah, like yeah. I didn't see anyone else. I wonder if they just made those outfits themselves. And like, uh, we need a role to feel special. Oh, honeysuckle—that's the thing. We'll be, we'll be the rangers. <laughs> we have titles now. That's cool. Yeah. Um, okay. The, the amount of tents. I, I do agree. It's like, uh, it's like, how did they organize all this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how did the king consolidate power and convince all these kids that they need to stay close in order for him to rule over them? Well, I think we, yeah, I think we get a hint of that when he calls uh, the other side of the creek. These like he protects them from these like uh, you monsters. Know, these monsters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe use fear tactics to consolidate power. Yeah, Alex, what, what did you what did you react to in the episode? Uh, I reacted to the fight between the guard and Kelsey. I thought that that was pretty cool. And it, it, it works in the climax of the episode. And also, like, Kelsey just doing stuff is always interesting. So I enjoyed that part. Uh, I also uh, was interested by the introduction of the cast system. Like, yeah, I think this had been touched upon in previous episodes of them talking about being friends with the king, but now it's even more uh, highlighted that there's 
like pals and buddies and best friends and they're talking to these uh, random people on the street and they're just getting laughed at because that their status isn't uh, isn't right and it's just it feels very heightened and this is uh yeah i don't know it's just funny to see it pushed right very made very obvious the the kind of system they're in and it makes it easy for the honeysuckle rangers to turn towards the side of craig it's like well at this point they've got nothing else to really risk yeah um yeah i think the cast system is definitely one of the big things here uh for that episode really emphasized this uh that was that was really interesting to see i think the the green poncho had a big role in this episode it was a, it was a really good episode for him i think uh the sean and raj is a great episode for them maya i agree that she stands out but i really think the king is like the big takeaway at least for me like we've been really? uh, we've been speculating on the king is like is it someone we know no it's a new character and i think he popped like i think he was uh he he was notable and he's so different like his his huge smile his like um, anime-esque i don't know i feel like oh totally uh, yeah. it's like weird giant coat thing yeah definitely like i i feel like um how, how are they gonna differ like in, in, i feel like we were talking about like how is this random person you know like what, what's gonna be special about them and he's just like um he, he just pops off the screen like he's he's i guess he's he seems charismatic he seems like so interesting he's he's like um he's he's so happy seemingly he's uh presents himself benevolently like he gives that kid all the balls um you know it's it's just like uh th- this I, i'm really interested in this character like um i feel like this was the perfect taste of what could be a super interesting character on the show to come and i you know i want i want to know everything about the king like yeah how did he get power here um how's he you know how's he ruling like what what's uh what do uh, his subjects see him as um what what qualities are do they do they love that everyone wants to be his friends is it just because they want to be higher on the system or does everyone really love him um you know like why does he want to conquer the other side of the creek we get confirmation of that you know he mm-hmm. says yeah and I, I don't know I, I i thought this was uh you know i think at first i was like oh it's just it's just a kid you know it's just another kid but um I, I, you know considering it's just a, a, a new kid i feel like this is like the most um notable random new person we've seen in the show and i think it's fitting of uh his his kingliness in, in the- <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think uh, the, the Honeysuckle Rangers, I, I'm, I'm always a big, big, big fan of them. And uh, they're cute again this episode. They're um, such a couple. Yes. Like, it's pretty obvious after. I mean, it was obvious before, but it's extra obvious now. Yeah, that episode earlier this year and then this one, too. Um, they, like, they hug, I think. And um, it's 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 really, it's really, they're always, like, trying to protect each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, but no, at the end, Raj, uh, sets them free when they're prisoners of the king. He, like, he sets them free. And then, um, they, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it seems like they were disillusioned enough with the king after he didn't reward them for their, uh, bringing him the map that, uh, I don't know. Are they gonna, is, is it in play that they might come over to the other side of the creek now? Like, uh, that's what? absolutely in play. That's the next goal. That's Craig's next goal. I'm pretty sure he wants them, but he doesn't know how to get them to, to make the final step, probably. Yeah, well, they you... don't. Yeah, they don't really know what's on the other side. They know Craig's there, but they haven't like explored it themselves because they didn't have the map. So maybe that's what's holding them back—just like the fear of the unknown. 
Yeah, and also the king seemingly is uh, propagandizing against the other side here. Um, oh, so maybe yeah, it, maybe sure. if they see how free it is over there. Um, yeah, at the end, Craig's um, talking about how uh, how friends uh, this is how friends work, right? And uh, yeah, and he's looking at the honeysuckle rangers on the map, and it's yeah, it seems like he's going to want to. He's always it seems like he's always at a soft spot for them. And um, yeah, yeah, he understands their their struggle. He overheard uh, them in the sewers. He gets yeah. it. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think in general. General Craig has a soft spot for those who are isolated because also in the beginning of this episode they reach out to Green Poncho yeah. because he's always alone and it's mm-hmm. like hey we'll we'll offer to to help you so you can do your thing and that's just something that Craig and his friends have done a lot in this show it's a good feeling and uh, this this episode from beginning to end kind of deals with like what friendship actually is which is you know like offering to to help people when they are that when they're trying to get by on their own, but if you offer to help uh, and they're surprised that it's like, it's just a, it's a good representation of what good friends can be like. So that's nice. Right. I think, I think that's, um, that's to me is what really sold me on the episode in the second viewing. Like is it, it's, there's so much happening, but there's such a consistent theme of friendship and what friendship means. And, um, mm-hmm. and this is a great point about how this is like one of Craig's best qualities is he wants to, um, help the, um, disenfranchised maybe. Like, uh, I think he, he gets that from, um, maybe his grandma and, uh, he's, 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 uh, we got a little bit of that. And then he's like, he's trying to be friends with Green Poncho. He's, he cares about Sean and Raj. It's, yeah. I, I do think like em- that's, uh, underreported aspect of Craig, I think is, uh, his empathy. And I think that's really good. But yeah, it also this, this theme of friendship throughout the episode. And I do think like we easily could have lost some consistency because there's, so, the show is usually is just like tight units of, um, and here we double the size and there's a ton of plot happening. And yet I do think it like maintains a really good thematic, really good thematics. And like, that's why I might say, I might say the other side's the best like Craig episode of the year. Um, like I think, I think I'm on board with that. Like I think there's so much good stuff here and yet it still functions as what I like about a Craig episode, which is, um, just, you know, just like feeling more like this great, great characterization, this warm, um, like compact unit. Like I think it maintains all that even if it's in this expanded uh, window here. Um, so I think I think it's like a great uh, success with the 22-minute format. I'm interested to see if the show does uh, another one, another extended episode. Um, but Probably. I would, I would think so. Yeah, so, so. Well, the next one will be The Invasion. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, right, well, maybe. I mean, he gets the map back, but maybe the king saw enough that he'll want to invade, yeah. Oh, maybe the Honeysuckle Rangers will have to work with Craig to stop them then because they'll know what the other side has, like their their weapons or their avenues of infiltration. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I think I do think that that's probably our next step is more Honeysuckle Ranger stuff. Um so I think maybe Craig reaches out to them at the same time. Maybe King stuff happens. Maybe will they go visit again or is the King coming to them? That'll be interesting to see. But yeah, we also get a lot of other stuff like Maya, I think for you, both of you really stood out. She's the guard who battles Kelsey and um, Kelsey's uh, sword breaks at the end. She's bested and her sword is, is, is gone. Like uh, in, in that's maybe the most consequential thing that's ever happened on the show. I feel like is uh, Kelsey's, Kelsey's sword like what's what's well, like couldn't she make a new one <laughs> no but it's it's her special sword it's it's, it's not symbolic just... <laughs> that girl like stepped on it that's a big deal 
But remember, they're role playing, so it's not just a PVC thing. Like that's like a, it's like a crafted sword. Like uh, she can't just, yeah, I feel like she can't just she make. She get a new the one. cardboard. She has to make a new handle. That's true. I also love that they just like went along with the being handcuffed. Right. I feel like Even that was really it notable. Wasn't real. Yeah. That was so funny. And they made sound effects for it when they <laughs> broke out. It's just so, I love that they were in character for that. I think it gets lost that we're uh, we're larping the whole time. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you really forget about it for most of the episode because um, like the mask. Stealing the map is real, but then they yeah. get locked up and it's like fake locked up. And uh, yeah, so th- I thought that was that was like, uh, whoa, like, I mean, they've done that before on the show, but it's it's like that, that it was striking, I think. And it was uh, it was endearing, though, and cute, I think is it, it, like even when the show's doing plot, it's still like make believe uh, handcuffing and and it's, it's pretty fun. Um, yeah, well, we think Maya is going to be a uh, character to co- uh, coming back on the show. Yeah, she got names. I think uh, she'll, she'll be back. Oh, I yeah, really that, that'd she's be cool. So cool. I love her design. She's so mysterious. I want to know more about her. Like, she seems like she might be slightly older than Craig and Kelsey, too. She seems imposing. Maybe. Yeah, she's very imposing. I really want her to teach Kelsey how to sword fight better. Will they be best friends? Yeah, that could be. I don't know if she could be as close to that as, like, say, Wildernessa, but she could get up there. Seems like this is the type of person Kelsey would have a crush on, like Wildernessa, yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> We'll get back to that when we talk about stacks, but um, is yeah, I think uh, she Maya really stood out. Um, yeah, we also had the the kit equivalent with the squishers. Um, that was uh, this episode's uh, nostalgia to, uh, item to discuss. Uh, gushers and candy corn is what is what we get. Um, they really wanted the squishers, and then, um, but they, they're not considering their rank was lower. They can only get candy corn. Um, it's not even October. I know, right? At least then it's socially acceptable. So they're really <laughs> uh, hating on candy corn in this episode. Okay, do you guys hate candy corn? I haven't eaten a candy corn in like over a decade, so I wouldn't wow. know. You, you've you got to go back to trick-or-treating or buy the candy on sale after I've that. never been trick-or-treating. This is not an experience I have in my life. Oh, you just man. buy the candy corn. You just get you it. You just buy it. It's probably not that expensive. I will say, like, I don't like candy corn, but the the pumpkins they make out of the same candy, it's like a candy corn, but yeah, pumpkin. Yeah, I know what Those are so cool. Like, I'll eat a it's million of those. It's the same thing, though. It's the same thing. Pumpkin is so much more novel. <laughs> those are so cool. You like eat a whole pumpkin, like biting into half of one of those just is so satisfying. It's like biting the ears off the chocolate bunnies at Easter. There's just <laughs> something about the shape mm. and the consuming it that makes you feel really powerful. So I think I, I, think... <laughs> I support the candy corn. I don't know why they hate it. It doesn't taste that bad. And if it was the pumpkins, they might actually like it more. Yeah, well, it's not. It's not Halloween. So they just but like is, is candy corn actually sweet or like yeah. why is it candy. why is it called candy corn just because it looks like yeah, corn? That's exactly why. Okay. <laughs> it's not yeah, it just corn. looks like corn. Yeah, no, it's, it's, like, it looks like really fancy corn. It, I, there is like a uh, general societal notion of hating candy corn that this episode stupid. captured. This like, episode uh, properly captured that. People should hate on gumdrops, not candy corn. Gumdrops are <laughs> wow, way grosser, and fair. also peppermint sucks. Like. Why can't we just make one of peppermint? Wow, all these hot peppermint candy hot takes. Like, peppermint tastes like toothpaste. Like at least candy corn tastes like actual candy. Like maybe not the best candy, but it's it's no peppermint. You know what I mean? I gotta say, I agree with everything you've just said, Michelle. Thank I, you. I, I, Thank I, you. <laughs> 
I also like the pu- I also like the pumpkins more than the even. I mean, it's really not that much of a difference, but I would prefer to eat the yeah. pumpkins than the, yeah. Exactly. Okay, I feel that. Yeah, I I in theory I like candy corn, but then if I eat more than like one or two of them, then I just hate it. Like it's well, too yeah, much. you you gotta pace yourself. They're not like thin mints; you can't just like pop them off. <laughs> you gotta really rational to not go insane. Diminishing returns on the candy corn would be my idea. Mm-hmm. No, but I think it's funny that they, uh, yeah, th- this is like a thing that uh, I feel like is that is people really hate on candy corn. Also, I love seeing the the gushers there. Um, that was a big oh, part of my childhood. Yeah. Too. yeah, gushers are so good. Also, that it so the training tree over there. I know it's probably not called the training tree because it's not by a tree, but it um so you can only get terrible. Well, not not terrible. You can get like candy corn if you're on the low end of the the hierarchy and you can't just like trade something for a thing like it's just reserved there are different amounts of good candy and treats and not everyone can just get them it it just totally depends on your place in the system and i think that's fascinating that's also really sad that's that's a rough life rough yeah yeah well that's well once if, if you bring sean and raj over to the trading tree they'll be amazed i know right like um, we can get a chocolate roll if we bring you honeysuckles that's yeah it'll blow their minds is is this a commentary on uh capitalism and socialism uh exactly kit kit is the capitalist <laughs> hero of the group <laughs> yeah if that she, becomes she our message i don't know the free market right if, if the message is like their uh socialist system where they get uh worse things but they see cats capitalists i don't know if i'm i don't know if i'd like that if we start espousing that too much but <laughs> I could see the, kind of what we're doing. I could see that if we do that with Sean and Raj. Um, but that, yeah, that was fun to see. Water, they were dressed as water lilies. That was another thing. I thought that was cute with their water lily outfits. Um, yeah. And, you know, and uh, what else we got? We talked about them getting the caste system and getting arrested. Um, yeah, the king says it's going to. Oh, the king is the ring pock, by the way, which was perfect. That was pretty. That <laughs> yeah, was a power yeah. move. Like he has a lot of self control. I will say because like yeah, I mean, you not just, just like, eat the ring pop that yeah, in your mouth yeah. and suck it constantly. He like takes little licks. Maybe that's why he's king. Like he knows what a powerful how, person. He, yeah, he I agree. knows <laughs> delayed gratification. Has a lot of self restraint. What kid can not just eat the ring pop already? Yeah, yeah, they knew what Crazy. they were doing when they gave him that. It says a lot right there. Survival <laughs> of the strongest. I love that it's the characterization through self control of pop. the ring pop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's kind of what they're going for. Yeah. yeah. Like also, it's just like you know what jewelry, what jewelry or regalness can we give that a kid would have a ring pop? It's like yeah, it's it's that's it's, it's what you got to do. Um, we, uh, there, there's some funny stuff with them referencing the ninja kids in this episode. Um, JP thought the, uh, the manga they lent them was a coloring the book. The coloring book? <laughs> yeah. And he a good line. He's like, in my defense, the colored covers are very misleading. Yeah, that's Just so good. fair. It's, yeah, why is the manga why colored in and that it's yeah, all black and white the rest of it? Of it. Yeah. <laughs> And then he says later they uh, they got their manga privileges back by reading the uh, Ninja Kids fan fiction. Fan fiction. That is like a pretty legit deal. Because like who's going to want to read your fan fiction like unless it's like for a show you actually like. That's a, That makes sense that that would be the bargain. Probably, They're desperate. The ninja X Ninja fanfic or whatever. That, we saw that one. <laughs> ninja one. X Ninja. Oh my god. Ninja that makes me so happy. 
They had a different one, though, that they tried to give uh, the green poncho. He had volume two and he had red volume one. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the big thing the poncho does is he uh, go action sequence of going into the tree and he fires his arrow, which has the sticky hand on it. That was. Oh, my God. And then it, it just it was, yeah. so intense. He was like maneuvering it through the like branches yeah. so well. And, and then when it like ba- the slap hand barely missed the map. That was so sad. That, that's him. very accurate of those kind of toys just not being <laughs> sticky not after like the first five seconds <laughs> are people yeah, like using them to, to stick them to your face and it's just like not not good memories that was a great incorporation of like a childhood thing into oh totally yeah yeah into the t- into his uh his his archer kind of role here and uh that was, that was a really good sequence with him i love the green yeah the green poncho and stuff and then he comes back from the fair um because the, yeah they're, they're watching uh the the overpass for him and then they fall into sean and raj's trap and yeah i love him coming back from the fair with like the cotton candy and the bear and yeah it's, it's did he though. did he win the bear by sticking an arrow inside it in some kind of archery game <laughs> yeah he probably won the archery game that's true yeah good for him <laughs> it's a good prize yeah um i think that's uh mostly it for uh, oh and then at the end the king the king says he'll keep an eye out for this craig of the creek so um on on the king's radar so he might he might invade just to to try to see what's up with craig oh yeah maybe he'll just steal craig to be like you have to show me around everywhere since you know where everything is if we can't have the map we'll have you maybe try to he'll try to like enlist craig into his system like as a general he'll be a best friend yeah best role he seemed impressed by him so maybe Mm. or maybe maybe send maya as a spy Ooh, I, yeah, yeah, I can see I that so. too. If Maya comes over, Maya. yeah, that'd be good. Okay, yeah. So th- that's yeah. I think uh, interested to see what happens after the other side. If we'll see direct see follow. I mean, we'll have a follow up episode at some point if there's any consequences moving forward. Oh, at the end of this episode, we also have the extended credits and credits too, which I don't think we'd seen that before. I don't um, think so. Yeah, it was like longer, more lyrics to the. It was it was really good. I liked it. Um, yeah, double episode extended credits made it feel ex- uh, even more um, epicness, notableness is the the, <laughs> the the bigger credit song too. I like it. Um, okay, so uh, let's uh, the oh the ice pops too. That was another nostalgia thing. Was they, they had the ice pops and he gave the extra one to the green poncho. Why um, did they call popsicles ice pops? Because they're made of ice. But, like, I, I associate ice pops on level with, like, the things they'd call otter pops. You know, those, like, plastic things you squish into your mouth from, like, one end, like, toothpaste. Oh, that's what they're called? Otter they pops? They have I've never There's different names. names. There's different I think names, it's, like, yeah. a weird regional thing. It's a real, like, yeah. I did, names for them, but they're all the same it's, thing. Yeah, we discussed this recently. And, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't, I did I never called them otter pops. But, yeah, they haven't done, did they, I think they did that, though, on the show. I think they had the, the squish pops before. Yeah, they yeah, have yeah, they, them. Because yeah, kid had, kid had to restock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they call them. Yeah, we have to, okay, anyway. Um, they have the, the, <laughs> the separating ice pops. Okay, let's go. We'll go quicker through the rest of the episodes here. Um, we'll, let's go to, uh, we can go to in order of the, the, and then we'll do Fort Williams. So let's do Summer Wish. Um, Yay, Summer Wish. Yeah, uh, this, this uh, lightning bugs all about uh, lightning bugs this episode. There's a lot of nostalgia things we can talk about in all these episodes. This is another one. Um, fireflies, lightning bugs. Um, yeah, yeah I, I call them fireflies. So yeah, lightning never... bugs sounds like actually not as cool as fireflies. I don't think that's a hot take. But like fire is like cooler than lightning. That's a hot take. 
Is it a hot take? Fire's yeah. hotter than lightning, isn't but it? Like, well, maybe uh, not. Well, <laughs> also, like, light, lightning is, you know, like, a, a shock through the sky. It's very sudden. But a firefly, the way they work is they turn on their light like light bulbs. So yeah. that's more that's more closer to fire than it is to lightning. That makes so much sense. Okay. Thank you. Well, <laughs> regardless, I think that this show needed to have a... Uh, Firefly episode for sure. Um, like this is this is a, this is a big thing in my childhood as well. I think they're they're like reg- apparently some parts of the country don't have uh, lightning bugs. Yeah, like they, Utah did not have lightning bugs. We just we discussed this. Yeah, like yeah. we've we've done the Discord. We talked about that. Yeah, like, uh, but yeah, no, being growing up where this show takes place, that was like a major thing. I think during the summer. Um, and yeah, did is you that, catch that, any? Uh, yeah, that was the whole thing. Yeah, you catch them and you see them light up and wherever you put them or like you in your hand or something. Yeah, that, 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 that does sound magical. Yeah. <laughs> I think at some point it like loses its it's like it's like, oh, they're there all the time. You know, it's 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 uh, oh, okay. not not like all the time, but like it's like, OK, it's summer. They're here, you know, but uh, at some point when you're a kid, it's like the, the craziest thing, because that is a like, weird common bioluminescent thing like flying around. It's crazy. I don't know if that counts by bioluminescent, but um, yeah, there's it's I, a I, little light that floats around in the sky. You don't yeah, get that. that that's so right? much it, more yeah. fun than cicadas for sure. <laughs> that was another big thing too. But yeah, lightning bug. Yeah, I feel like lightning bug and cicadas are in similar territory to notableness. I feel like from me growing up, remembering bugs. Like wow. yeah. lots of bug episodes in this show. There are a lot it's of. This is like, like the third bugs. bug episode. Yeah. <laughs> You go outside, you're likely to encounter bugs. It's, it's relatable. And the, the, the most memorable part of this episode is, speaking of the bug, the giant bug, um, the dream I sequence. I love the giant bug. I love that Craig is so sick. He's just tripping out and imagining this giant bug talking to him. And the bug's dialogue was so funny. It was it was a really good, unexpected surprise from the episode. I think that's like one of the most notable sequences yeah. when the show is done. Like it's it was it was so crazy watching that. Yeah, I've only seen it once, but I still even remember it very vividly. Yeah, it's um, memorable. Yeah, for sure. Like that, the two parts of the episode I really remember that, and then at the end, him uh, Craig like releases the bug, and then everything's lighting up. I feel like that's such yeah. a gorgeous shot. Yeah. And oh, I, okay, I, I take that back. The most notable part of this episode. Um, which I had to stop what I was everything I was doing when I was watching this and immediately post about this because Kelsey says, um, well, I don't even remember the context, but I think it's just random. She says, well, looky, looky, whomst is that I see? Why would you stop for that? Kelsey said whomst. What's wrong with whomst? I've never seen a character say whomst in anything. It's, really? It's, it's like new slang. Like uh, this, this, is, this, this is Dylan being a meme here. Uh, no, I, we say whomst <laughs> is like our biggest meme, like in our in our friend group. Like this is like uh, <laughs> I don't said, remember that at all. We've said whomst so many times. Uh, at least I have on the podcast. Like. <laughs> This okay. Is, this is a the show is speaking to me. Kelsey said, "I love Kelsey being the hip one, and she has all the." the, the How is Hoops hip? Maybe it's a few years old at this point, but uh, it, it's ironic. It's ironically hip. Yeah, that's that's uh, all I function by sounding like an old word. Hoops is it? Is it not an old word? It's a fake word. It's a new fake word. I mean, it might it's buy. A new I, fake word. If if it's if it's old, it's like a few year old slang. But it like it's it's like the new. Th- it was like it, no. This is this is the hooms. Like oh, wow, I can't believe the show said hooms. It was thank thank it you up. thank you. Oh, it is every- internet. Yes, it is it, internet. Oh my god, I thought I would, it was real. I would classify it as like Tumblr slash progressive Twitter slang. Like that's what I'd prove. 
classified as. Like that's our that's our wheelhouse, right? So that's Actually, this is why that makes sense. Because what what would whom Steven like mean if it were a combination? No, it's not of like a ye old yeah. term. No, it's like yeah, no, it's like it's just it's a weird meme. Uh, yeah. Uh, so thank you everyone involved for putting in. <laughs> Please continue to do this for more. <laughs> <laughs> More things. I don't know how to describe whom's other than the wheelhouse sizes, but like exactly like this. More in this territory in episodes, <laughs> and Kelsey saying them specifically. Like this was my favorite thing <laughs> with the set. <laughs> Um, I got like way more mileage out of the bug talking than the hooms, but well, I'm glad was, you did it for you, Dylan. The, bu- the bug talking was like the actual good part. Like this was just like a meme <laughs> thing that I loved, right? Like this. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, uh, oh, that, this episode also, this is a very modern episode. They also referenced the face switching app. I <laughs> know. Yeah, Craig's like really losing it. He is so sick. Oh my Why God. Why do you guys look like that face switching app? I love the show being, yeah, I love the show being modern. And JP's um, like, his face is even in her hair. Like it's not even on her face. I love it. It was, the, 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 I was between that and hoops, I was done. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Okay, what the we're doing. Um, I like in the beginning of the episode, uh, summer is forever. That's not how the rotation of the earth works, Craig. I think uh, Bernard says Bernard that. Bernard says that yeah. for sure. Uh, it's, it's, I think there's a lot of stuff about chaos checkers. Um, and yeah, there, there you go. And what, Michelle, what else from this episode? The JP was a human slingshot before it rained out. That seemed like a fun game. I wanted to see them actually try it. Dangerous. I'm sad they didn't try it for real. <laughs> okay, we'll get there eventually. We'll do. <laughs> that was really fun and really yeah. dangerous. Yeah, Alex. Anything from Summer Wish? Uh, just the, the the bug imagery is strong. Also, like them running in the rain and like trying to get the firefly out. Like that was all pretty nice. Uh, I don't remember much of the jokes in in that episode, but I guess just the the vibes. I, I is yeah. what stuck. Yeah, the vibes, I agree. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk Turning the Tables. Um, this is the uh, Bernard working as a waiter episode, and Craig's trying to annoy him. Um, and then oh, uh, he, he comes around eventually, and then he's upset. He, he ruins, like, Bernard's plans, and he's, like, he's upset, and then they, they reconcile. Yeah. Um, you make it sound so boring. This episode was so hilarious. I agree. This episode is really Oh, funny. my God. The no, I don't mean thing. to diminish it, but it's, yeah, it's the the, 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 the Parmesan gag, right? Like, that, that was... was- that's gonna be infamous if it's not already. That was so viscerally <laughs> creepy and uncomfortable. The show did like a Parmesan cheese joke before, oh, man. but this is, this is so different. Also, this, this is just this is like everyone's made jokes about the like uh, say when, but this is like the best. I have a hot take. This is the best um, say when joke ever. Like, uh, yeah, they, they like take it too far. They make it like scary. Like, yeah. when has say when ever been scary? <laughs> say say when with the cheese, Craig. I literally, I legally. Can't Stop until you say what. <laughs> that was all the Parmesan in our restaurant. What? what? <laughs> this is Craig's creepy smile face and his eyes narrow, and we get that like close up shot of Bernard like losing it. Wow, whoever bored of that part was a genius. That was, that was amazing. I that I, I think that's like the best part of the episode. That's like <laughs> I think that's one of the funniest parts of Craig ever. Like that 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 <laughs> say one joke. Like I legally can't stop. It's so good. 
other other than that, I feel like uh, you know, um, it's it's. I mean, I like the the Craig and Bernard character work, and um, I, I really I really like Bernard and Alexis. I love their fifteen uh, year yeah. plan book. It's so cute. Like it's, uh, it's growing on me. I I like them more now. They're the I ship. I'm telling them. you. It's, well, they're uh, they're like just very sweet. I think before I kind of feel like Alexis is just kind of happy, and that's all there is about her. But I like that she was like really happy that Craig was there, and and she really likes that you know he has a little brother, and she she's like supportive, and she gets the first aid kit for Kelsey, which is also good. But yeah, and she's flexible with the fifteen year plan. Good for her. She's backup plans. That's smart. It was and a big was, it was a big Alexis episode because yeah. she references her brother too. Like there's uh, more here than yeah. ever before. I think. And she- He's also a, a little wacky too. Like he d- does the whole thing. Like here are all the drinks in the store. It's like that's like yeah. at least a little different. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 they're rubbing off on her, I guess. All the, the zaniness around her. Um, it's yeah, it's, it's oh the other big. I think the other big funny thing is uh, Kelsey getting uh, fake hurt. At the oh, end. that was so funny. <laughs> what can I do? How can I make it better? <laughs> Ten dollars. <laughs> Twenty. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Ah! Okay, fine, here you go. And it's just like she says she got fake hurt, and then she like reveals her terribly swollen puppy. Yeah, and then she's actually hurt. Yeah. Oh, she's really hurt. I think that that joke yeah, that joke too, that and the other one we talked about. They're they're so good. Um I agree, this was such a funny episode. Yeah, um, guilt tripping the persnickety old man was really fun to see happen. <laughs> Yeah. Also, other than that, there's the Pasta La Vista ref- restaurant and everything around that. Um, I think was uh, pretty fun. And seeing Bernard as a waiter, and mm-hmm. um, they order unlimited uh, pasta and breadsticks. They yeah. bring Salad and this roadie yeah. sock full of money change yeah. <laughs> as their payment. Like that's such a kid thing. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It's the sketchiest way to give money to somebody. It's just in a huge gross sock. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. There. Uh, anything. Anything else from this one? Okay. Moving. Moving. Moving on. A lot. Lot to get to. Kelsey, the author. Um, he's uh, no. Kelsey finishes her book that we'd had. Uh, we'd referenced yeah, before uh-huh. on the show, and a big stacks Kelsey episode where um, they're trying to get her book into circulation in the library. Um, <laughs> That's the the plot, and then at the end they establish their own section. Um, clearly, the uh, thing I most want to talk about is Stacks, big Stacks character episode, and then Stacks and Kelsey. They're like blushing, blushing at each other at the end of the episode. Um, well, Stacks is very inspired by Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to finish her own book. That's great. Yeah, and it's revealed her full name is uh, Isabella Alvarado. And yeah, mm-hmm. she, she had a she had a book with a Spanish title. That was yeah. pretty cool. What do you think of that, Alex? Uh, I found it cute, and like uh, I, I think she's voiced by Monster Hernandez. So like, just uh, it's nice to get, um, you know, that that part confirmed of her heritage, yeah. and you know, so and uh, also I guess the the whole idea of uh, of establishing a young author's collection like that also just feels like a very sweet way to end. It's like, hey, let's yeah. let other kids share their creativity and stuff so Stax is cute Kelsey is great both of them together are inspirational so this is a big win of an episode yeah nice yeah I think I think I was unsatisfied with the last Stax episode we got this is a big rebound for the Stax character I think she's fantastic here <laughs> big rebound for Stax <laughs> she was she's she do we all agree Stax uh loves Kelsey 
This can we all agree on this? A lot, a lot of people love Kelsey. Yeah, a lot of people love Kelsey. <laughs> Stag, so that's Stag, not surprising. Stax has a big gay crush on Kelsey. How about that? Can we? <laughs> I, I think that's in play. I think it's definitely in play. Yeah. Does Kelsey like Stax back? I think Kel- yeah, Kelsey I has think hasn't considered yeah. it yet. I think she's too blinded by Wilderness yeah, to go well, consider like, a love, different person. Love triangle? Question mark. Was Wildernessla here? <laughs> the problem like, is that Stax never leaves the library. So. Yeah, that's true. And Wildernessla's always that- outside. How do you get exactly. them to interact? Right? Like, what do they? Yeah. Um, <laughs> get Wildernessla to start writing her own book that she has to put in circulation. Oh, that's the next episode. Yeah. Is Kelsey tries to get Wildernessa to author like an environmental book, and then she brings exactly. her into the library, and then stacks in her, and then stacks like hates her. And Wildernessa is like, "Why does no! this girl?" Like, no, it's because she sees uh, Kelsey blushing at Wildernessa, and then she's. No! Uh, and but then by the end of the episode, they're best friends. So don't I don't worry. want them to have to do that thing where they're jealous and then they become friends. Maybe they're just going to be friends already because they're like, well, you like just... Kelsey. I, you have good taste. Let's be friends. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, we could do that too. Yeah, just that they, they find common ground through the episode. Yeah. Like, oh, we're yeah. two very different people. But then as they yeah. learn about each other, it's, uh, oh, we can be friends, even though we never hang out in the same place together. <laughs> Okay, that's that's our pitch. I feel like this is the most developed episode we've come up with. Is the the wilderness like stacks episode? Yeah, the opposites they come together, they become friends, and there's also some uh, romance stuff in there with Kelsey. So there you go. It's a good. It's a good. We, let's let's do it. Um, I don't, I don't know what else about this. Uh, oh yeah, Kelsey. Uh, she's she's like reading it to the stacks, Craig and JP, and um, Craig wants to make it into a real book. And they're like, he, I like I like Craig drawing the covers and everything. I think that's that's fun. Yeah, so stacks the- is like uh, awkward too. With she's like, oh, what's crack a lacking? Oh, and then she like instantly regrets trying <laughs> to say that. She's like, I apologize. That I was just trying that for the first time. I like it. She she should say it. She should be herself. <laughs> she should. Uh, bad, bad. Kelsey has to deal with bad reviews. Yeah, I don't know what 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 else. Uh, Alex stands out from the episode. Uh, also, for some reason, the librarian is this uh, imposing figure <laughs> to yes. these children. I think the funniest part of the episode is when they're trying to check out a chair to distract him. Oh, that was hilarious. That <laughs> that guy. I was, he was, I was very dying bewildered. They <laughs> <laughs> try to explain how they can check out a chair. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I need to go back and watch it just for that. But um, yeah, I don't know. I thought this was a really fun episode. Oh, notable. This episode has like a song in it too. Like uh, just uh, a, a, a quick casual song. A few episodes. I like at least three have have that in them so it's like uh i think the show's done that before but it's like especially prominent in this group of episodes and i think it's fun um, mm-hmm. yeah. like original like songs by yeah and uh yeah i think i think that's that's it for for kelsey the author um let's talk council of the creek um this is all about the circle game here's a big nostalgia one <laughs> who, who had the circle game growing up no, but the when I was in high school, losing the game was a big deal. It was <laughs> the just losing the game stupid. is a different thing. Yeah, no, but the it's, circle it's game. Similar. It, I agree. I agree. They're they're, they're cousins. Is the circle <laughs> game losing the game? I I think that in my middle school there was a phase of the circle game, but like it was spe- specifically the variety that it needed to be like below your waist. Right. Yeah, I have that rule too. You need it to be below the waist. Definitely. Yeah. 
They they only established that at the end, but I, yeah, I know this was definitely a thing growing up. Also, no joke, a coworker did the circle game like uh, within the last month. Like, uh, why did they do that? Like this is before I even saw the episode. It's like, such wow, a strange a way to spice up your work environment. Yeah, that, yeah, Get spice, up, spice up the game. office by playing the circle game. No, no one likes the circle game, and that's what this episode is about. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's good. Um, no, but for me, what's most notable about this episode is this very strong messaging about um, about like bigotry and uh, how you need to get people to see how they can uh, how it impacts them, um, or else they're not going to care. Um, is very uh, not even uh, getting into the message itself, but just like the blatant presentation. I think was not that that's a bad thing, but that was just what the most notable part was for me. Here. Right, and Craig walks into the room like, "No, we're gonna talk politics," and Bernard is like, "Go on." So. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. So Paintball Mike is the bigot in the episode. So there you go, and he says, uh, uh, "People who get Circle Game deserve it." Um, it's part of the Creek's history. history. Like, like it's, it's been there for two days. <laughs> right. It's it's just very heavy handed, like uh, talking about uh, discrimination, right? Like uh, discriminatory practices is part of the history. Um, you know, these people, they deserve it. They right? like is this is like uh, for me, I was like, oh, man, he's, he, you know, he's talking about some specific things here in the context of the circle game. And in general, being against change when it doesn't benefit you. So, it's, yeah. so just like I'm, I'm fine with the status quo because I'm not bothered by it. And that's like even beyond bigotry. That just like expands to a wide field of issues in our country. Bernard says, "Unfortunately, only way some people see something as a problem is for them to be affected by it themselves." Yeah, I feel like it's the most uh, clear messaging the show has ever had. Um, I think I think it worked in this episode, but it was certainly notable. Um, and then uh, and now at the end, at the end, Paintball Mike says, "Now that it's affected me in a negative way, uh, yes, yeah." <laughs> It felt very similar to a lot of KO episodes in that respect. KO's done this a bunch of times, and it's very obvious the things they comment on. But, I mean, yeah, I think it works here, too. Maybe maybe we'll get more. Yeah, uh, I, I think also the, the student council meeting before, like, also sets up a lot of, the, like, of Bernard yeah. and Craig's conversation later so I, I think seeing that play out uh, obviously that's like lower stakes but the the way they hash it out they let that conversation happen helps a lot when they get to the conversation with bernard and craig yeah i yeah i want to get back to the student council too because there's some new characters there but yeah i think that and and having bernard involved really helps the episode um in general i liked i really liked the blatant mes- messaging um i would prefer if they if we got a little more clear anti, you know, like if we condemned paintball Mike more, like I clearly he was being condemned in just because what he's saying is ridiculous, but no one was like, you're wrong. You know, like, like he says, like um, now it's a, like his, his, his stance of things only are important if they affect him. Like clearly that's uh, not, not right. But the show never goes so far as to say it's not right, which it's, it's like, okay, well you don't need to blatantly say something, but on the same time, we're being so blatant about the rest of it. Let's also just take the next step and say like, uh, you know, this isn't good. You should be, uh, you should be empathetic, right? Like uh, throw the word empathy in there. Talk about that. I feel like that would have tied the whole thing home for me a little bit more, but maybe it would be too uh, moral, you know, like here's the message of the episode. Yeah, I think that plus like the, the age range they're shooting for with Craig is probably like, six to ten year old. I think it's a good th- it would be a good thing for them to hear. No, I don't no, know, no it's, it's it's a good thing, but I don't know. A lot of 
companies are also very concerned with like what parents think of what their kids watch. So the the word empathy and empathetic are words that like maybe a 10 year old knows probably don't, but an adult would. And I just like, I don't know. I f- there's probably a reason that it was uh, the way it is. And I feel like it, it honestly works fine. I feel I like think it works. Yeah. Fine, yeah. yeah. And I guess there, there's something to the idea of, uh, of also introducing kids to the idea that some people are uh, are just unmoving in their ways and you have to push the problem in front of them in order for them to, to enact change. And like that's kind of what this episode is doing. It's not really saying that Paintball Mike is going to change, but in the process of pushing the problem in front of him is that he concedes to making the change for the betterment of the rest of the, of the society. So that that could be another way to, that this is trying to go. Yeah, like, and I actually kind of like that because that feels a little more like what we're not used to this conversation being instead of it, the goal being, oh, we got to make paintball Mike see why he's wrong. It's like, no, we just got to make him experience why it sucks. And then he'll immediately understand why it's not great. And he'll want to change it because suddenly it affects him. Like, in a way, like, yeah, that actually is really effective. And it's not a bad plan. In the grand scheme of things, so yeah, it's it's a slightly different take on the Uncle Andy Steven Universe episode, right? Like where yeah. we've I've complained about this a lot on this podcast, where episodes where we uh, try to um, cater to the bigot, like I, I'm really anti that. But in this episode is. I, you still are catering to the uh, to Paintball Mike, but it's, like, not in a way where we're trying to change him, right? Like, so I do think that's an interesting spin, what you guys said, where it's, like, you know, just practically, um, you know, this is what it takes. Like, he's not changing. But I still don't like the catering to aspect. I'd also, like, just I, – I just – I think it's important to call wrong people wrong, like, in, in these types of things. And that's my biggest issue. But um, I, yeah. do, I like I like this more – I do like this more than the, the previous approach, um, the, like, the Uncle Andy type stuff. I guess, like, maybe part of the thing with Paintball Mike, too, is uh, this is, like, step one. Because, like, again, like, if, if he tried something like this in the future, now Craig can directly be like, well, remember that time it, like, happened to you and you hated it? Like, maybe that's the next step to him being empathetic. But he's got to start somewhere. And this is the, the starting point for him. That would be because, good to have a follow-up yeah. episode. Yeah. Well, here's I, – I Paintball Mike is, like, a rare character on the show which has not landed for me at all. Like, I think this is one of the most boring side characters. And I think this is him in the most interesting light we've had this episode. I think it's the best – paintball episode be just because it, he's terrible but it's like oh it's something you know like he's he's uh he's he's standing out and so maybe if we f- develop this arc more then this could be actually a successful character so i think that'd be interested in that because um, like jason's like jason's no paintball mike but jason's also had moments of having to kind of come around to see things through craig's perspective and i feel like something similar but different could happen with paintball mike too yeah, that's, that's there's some comparisons to be made between those characters. Another really Jason Light batch. Does he even appear at all in any of these episodes? I mean, he's in the council here, I think, right? He tries um, to recruit a young boy to join the scouts at one point. Okay, but it's very <laughs> but qu- it. uh, qu- quiet. I think we remarked that last podcast to another Jason quiet. So it's been mm-hmm. it's been like a long time before he's gone. Uh, there's there's Trying to make us miss him. I'm, I miss him. Aww, yeah, I miss we're him. talking about him. They succeeded. Uh, I love Jason. I, <laughs> I miss him. He was well. The thing I think even before the last two batches, he was like very like super present in the show. So we we have a cool down period. Um, but yeah, look at other parts of the episode. So we um, uh, there's another another song in here, and uh, the, yeah, he convenes this uh, this council sewer queen. 
uh, Hustis, Jason, Cannonball, Paintball Mike, Kit, Wildernessa, Junklord, Eliza, uh, Ren, and Bobby are the <laughs> the council. So it's good. Uh, nice seeing everyone together. Um, Alex, I think two Sewer Queen appearances. Yes, <laughs> Sewer Queen is, is fine, although I don't think she got much to say in this, <laughs> in this council. <laughs> She's but, the queen. Uh, shouldn't she have the, shouldn't she have a veto? Like, she, a, she, she, should, or she, she should at least be, be she's not she can't speak for the land dwellers <laughs> yeah she, she, she's the one who has to introduce hey like if you're underwater you shouldn't yeah do the circle game so she's representing her constituents so i, I guess that that's <laughs> worth something um i'll enjoy that they said ren representing science it's just like <laughs> just representing no. the, the field of science and then of course bobby at the end is like and bobby who, who are you representing <laughs> It's like I'm here Dandy. for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for your best friends. <laughs> this is yeah. It's 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 not. They think they've done this once or twice before, but it's like uh, throwing everyone in there. It's always fun. Um, and uh, this was predicated by Bernard and Alexis's uh council meeting at Craig's house, where we see um I think some notable new people, including Gibson, who gets named, and then some other people who don't get named. But uh, I, I, wonder... I think the the one with the with the hijab is Amina. Okay, was that from previous episode or from this episode? From, from this episode. That okay, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't notice that then. And then I think that there's another person too who was who really stood out, but they didn't name them. I don't even remember. But um, yeah, I, I would like to see all these characters back. Um, this could be. I feel like this could be another another episode focusing on these uh, high schoolers. I guess um, the 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 council here, and then Craig is uh, eating all the pepperonis during this meeting. Yeah. <laughs> It's such a little kid thing to do. I love it. <laughs> Sometimes I, I understand how Bernard feels, honestly. Also, when he's talking with Bernard, uh, he's like, Bernard, did you eat my cookie cat? Uh, yes. <laughs> I did eat <laughs> your cookie cat. Uh, I definitely and, did eat it, yeah. yeah. In general, the, the Bernard-Craig relationship, especially in this episode, is just very well-representing of a older brother, little brother kind of thing, where you, you're obviously annoyed at each other a lot, but also when when somebody comes to you seriously, it's like, okay, I can like change my mode at least for a little bit and like, take this sort of seriously. And they have like a, a decent conversation there, but then it immediately reverts back to like, hey, did you eat my cookie cat? And it's like, yes. So, so it's like back to being kind of at enemies is but like you can turn it off for a little bit to have like meaningful conversations and that's kind of uh, the epitome of the of the brother brother dynamic i agree yeah i think this captured um this dynamic really well i think craig and bernard are really successful obviously also in the uh the turning the tables episode throughout this this batch i think they're successful but i really enjoyed that conversation in particular as well i think that was really good um yeah so i think bernard bernard just a really strong character she's um, always been so strong top three for top sure three. yeah always <laughs> who, who else always is in your top three kelsey and oh man i don't know who the third one would be probably bernard again he's that you can't just wow, put bernard twice wow. in your top three just, just, I, I just really have to tossing craig it. aside <laughs> i love craig but i mean craig's i mean i don't know bernard's just he's 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 more difficult and and that's kind of appealing in a way. <laughs> Bernard's okay. such a Squidward. That's honestly just why. Of course he's gonna be in the that, top. That is true. Yeah. Such a wow. Is Craig SpongeBob and Bernard a Squidward? 
kind of uh, no yeah. because i don't know spongebob would seek that revenge and go to his brother's restaurant and make him use all the cheese on a salad craig, craig is more vindictive than yeah SpongeBob. it's more vindictive <laughs> craig's more layered maybe more more layered is about yeah a nicer way but yeah okay so there you go that's council of the creek that's another good episode sparkle cadet we haven't even yeah, gotten into hey. sparkle cadet wow uh michelle what oh, yeah you said you love this episode what about it Oh, Sparkle it's just her character design is so cute. I love her backstory is like super like it's a really strong backstory, right? Like she she moved around a lot because of her family's work yeah. and she she just never was able to connect to people and she was really sad and alone a lot. And then she like falls on the arts and craft supplies and sees how sparkly she is. She's like, wait, no, I like this. And then she creates this whole persona and she's like way happier doing it, and she's like feeling herself it's just it's just really great she's so cute her character design is so cute i really want to see her again i i don't know she's just she really stood out she's super memorable and she's very bouncy and especially because kelsey's having like the worst day the comp- the juxtaposition is yeah. just kind of perfect yeah it's a good kelsey episode too but yeah this is sparkle cadet such a i I, lo- I love this character introduced yeah alex what do you think of her in this episode um, I think she's fun. Uh, the, her transformation sequences are very, you know, par- parodying the style, and the, the, they they work. So I, I enjoyed her. Honestly, I want to talk about Kelsey more because I, I liked Kelsey a lot in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I am always interested in how animated shows depict the depression, especially when they give it like physical manifestations in this case like we have kelsey throughout the episode kind of down on her on her luck and just like messing up everything tripping over herself and stuff but then like it gets to the end where the the tint goes like very dark red and there's a big shadow coming out of her and eventually we get to a point where Craig finally gets her to talk about her feelings, like, hey, well, what happened to you? Let, let it out. And you get the, the imagery of the light kind of breaking out of the shadow as she's explaining why she feels the way she does. So I just, I, I, I enjoyed that, that usage of, of representing, uh, representing her feelings in that way. And it's obviously a healthy thing to be like, hey, even, obviously, at, at certain moments, you don't want to talk about things, but eventually if you you should get to a place where you feel okay with letting out your uh, your feelings and that could help you to move past it so it's uh, i think it's a it's a good message and i really appreciate kelsey in this episode and how they decide to uh, to use her yeah um this is a, it's a different yeah it's a different look for kelsey i think than normal but one that really feels natural with her character um like I think, like uh, this, it's it, Kelsey's just the most successful, like multifaceted character on the show. I feel like, um, obviously Craig and JP also really good characters, but um, this is I like uh, hitting on this aspect of Kelsey in 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 more depth, and it's one that didn't it did like it didn't feel out of nowhere. I feel like we'd done this in smaller doses, maybe subtly before. Um, and uh, yeah, Kelsey it, has been grumpy before, yeah. so mm-hmm. well, that's not totally out of place. Right, so I like I I liked expanding here. I'd love another episode talking about this too. 
with her. And it is a really good juxtaposition to Sparkle Cadet. I do, yeah, I do love Kelsey's character, but I mean, this, this episode speaks to me because it is the, you know, the magical girl par- parody episode, like I said. And, uh, we have Sparkle Cadet who, um, has transformation sequences. Specifically, she is a uh, sequence for her, her, her bubble move, which. Oh, her bubbles. That's such a cute power. <laughs> they then repeat the bubble move sequence three more times in an effort <laughs> just to troll me. Me specifically, but I loved it. It was perfectly. Like if you know, why is parent, it a troll? I <laughs> well because it's a it's a common thing that they'll repeat transformation sequences right. in it's, the it's perfect, episode. Yeah, even it's perfect it's the same for, move, yeah, so. for oh, what okay. you're doing for this type of yeah. It's it's perfect for parrying this type of thing, and also it's uh, this is like my most frequent rant on the podcast is a, a anti transformation sequence and reusing the, the same thing over and over. And this episode is purposefully doing it. Um, and every time I thought they were done with it, it just brought it back one back. more time. <laughs> it was. It was, it was so I, I I hated it and loved it so much. It was the best. Um, and just, yeah, Sparkle Cadets, uh, she's the champion of positivity. Um, she, uh, I think she was like, had a moment of being Sundere too, just to add that to her character. She's fighting the anti-Sparkle, she's the oh my glitter. Um, something doesn't, still doesn't feel cute around here. Hmm. Um, this is, uh, she, her backstory in the specific, like, comic, black and white comic style. Yeah, it's really, I it think was it really was a good. really good decision. It definitely drove home all the, like, you know, struggles she's been having the whole time. I'd read a graphic novel of her backstory in that oh, style. Yeah. It's super appealing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I love switching the styles there. And we had a few style switches within, I feel like, the Sparkle Cadet stuff. And, um, yeah, the more like they're like fighting the tree and, uh, it's, uh, oh yeah, Kelsey defeats it by like complaining about, uh, her day. And that's mm-hmm. how, yeah, it's, uh, Sparkle Cadet obviously needs to come back, um, as a character. Yes. It's like top of the list of, uh, needs to repeat. But, um, <laughs> this was just like such a, <laughs> I feel like it's like such a specific, uh, targeted episode, like genre <laughs> type thing that we're doing here. And I, I really loved it. Um, also, at the beginning, we had uh, Eduardo Mask from Foster's Home. That was, uh, right? Yeah, like, that was a surprise, but a welcome. I, a I feel like Craig is the show that's really done. I mean, KO had like the, the intense callback episode, but I feel like um, Craig of the Creek has sprinkled it more consistently. They, they the from one episode with the D and D episode specifically referenced a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, that that and then this and yeah, there's a few. I think like a few times and. Um, JP is a graphic uh, F minus test mask. That's good too. Yes, scared Craig. Uh, also, um, Boris uh, has this yes. one line where it's like, "Back in old country, upstate Connecticut." Yeah, <laughs> which I enjoyed since I'm from Connecticut. So, <laughs> well, so what do you think of Boris as your representative? I mean, he's a sweetheart, right? So it's good. yeah, he's fine. I'm, I'm okay. He's fine. I'm okay. Him being the Connecticut representative in the show. <laughs> he's uh, boris is great we need we do need more boris um i liked him here and yeah just uh i i want to definitely want to watch sparkle cadet again and, yes uh, yeah probably one of my gonna end up one of my favorites from uh from the year and stuff from from craig um and uh and also an episode i think everyone's talking about too so people people are appreciating the sparkle cadet okay let's 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 quickly get to conclude with fort williams here this is from uh, May, but I uh, rewatched it, and uh, just a really good uh, Craig and uh, Nicole kind of uh, bonding episode, and um, just the them at the 
uh, at the end saying like, uh, I, Craig's saying like, I want to spend more time with you. I feel like we never spend time anymore. And they promise yeah. to the next rainy day. Yeah. And, uh, talking to, uh, JP and Kelsey. Yeah. My mom is pretty cool. I didn't know she did stuff like this <laughs> about them building a fort. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really sweet. It's really sweet. And I love that. Like, so they do like the, the four, like point one, And then Craig is like, ah, it could be better. And then like the mom's super into it. She's like, yeah, like let's make the ultimate fort. And it gets like really, and it takes over the whole house. And then when Bernard comes home, he's just like horrified. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, how that- do I like move in the house with all this stuff, Craig? I did love the whole family coming back and reacting differently. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. And also, being really into the space uh, stuff too, they go to the 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 space museum. Yeah, Alex. Uh, and also initially, uh, mom is like, "Hey, you used to like this movie. Hey, you used to Aww, play this board game." And it's yeah. like it's like kind of hammering home how like that they've not as uh, they've not bonded recently that closely. And then the, later on, you, they get to like reading comic books together. It's like, oh, like uh, I'm glad that we're finally like spending time like this so that 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 whole thing is sweet of it's a it's a very relatable feeling of uh, being like meeting up with someone after a long time and it's it's like oh well we can't really do the same things we used to do since stuff has changed but uh, also like the joy that happens when you're when you're able to make a connection after a long time whether that is within the family or outside yeah I, i really agree with that um, I, I really love the sequence of when the, the tickling sequence, um, and, uh, Nicole's, uh, tickling her. She's tickling him. He's like, why are you laughing so much? I'm not even touching you. And Craig says, it's the thought that counts. Um, that was like so, so sweet. Cute. Like, <laughs> so, so cute. Uh, that, that, that's happened to me before. Like, somebody is about to t- tickle me and yeah, I like begin getting the tickle feeling even though they haven't touched me yet so that, that's a thing it's relatable it's, yeah it's definitely a thing and it's something I've seen captured in media before but never like as concisely and adorably as Craig's response like it's the thought that counts like that just <laughs> yeah, yeah. that just blew me away honestly like uh yeah anyway uh and then also at the beginning Craig is a pink guy that's why he's so that's another uh, that was thing, a horrifying like. <laughs> they animated and they had like this sound effect when he was blue Blinking. It was just so perfectly disgusting. Yeah. And also, I feel like a pink eye was like a major thing when you're a kid. It's like, oh no, pink eye. People could have pink eye. Like someone's out there pink, and then it's like, no, people really have pink eye as an adult, right? But it's like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. People really do have pink eye as an adult. So yeah, so I feel like that's a nostalgia thing too. It's like uh, things you're worried about as a kid, which aren't uh, too 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 much practical later. Um, but yeah, that, uh, yeah, and there's a uh, pirate gorilla kickboxing robot. There's some uh, gel- re- some small Kelsey JP stuff too at the beginning there. I know a little Butler board game as as we we're talking about. Oh the board yeah, game. a lot of Steven Universe stuff in in these episodes, which is good. Um, I really I, like when Bernard comes home and Craig's like, this is Fort Williams. You can't enter unless you have the secret password. Who's your favorite <laughs> kid? And Bernard's like, Craig, like, how'd you guess? Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. This episode is just really like warm and comfy and like ple- and pleasant. And yeah, I, it's it's in, in, in the best way. I don't mean that bad at all. Yeah, it's I I, I do think this one's like really well crafted. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, Michelle, anything else from any of the episodes that you can remember you want to bring up or final thoughts? 
Um, they're all kind of blurring together, but I mean, this is such a comfy show. I love it so much. And I'll just say, like, I know that Craig is Craig hasn't been on air that long compared to other shows, but from everything I've been told, it, it's it's considered one of the top priority shows in terms of like our, our our promos and highlights. And I think that's really wonderful, and I'm just really glad. Because we're giving it the same treatment of, like, you know, Gumball and Teen Titans Go, and that's, like, as good as you can get. Um, So I think that's wonderful. I'm glad that it's been received so well, and I hope to see a lot more of it for a long, long time. Because the quality is just so good. I don't think we've had a bad episode, and we've seen, like, what, like, 40-plus episodes now? Like, in a row? Yeah, Yeah, like, like, in the 50s. That's pretty amazing, um, I don't know, like, good job, Matt Ben, for getting such a good first job with Steven. I, I feel like it's definitely informed the show, but this is so its own thing now. Um, that, like, just kudos to the whole team. It's such, it's consistently such a comfy show, but it's very well done. I'm just happy you <laughs> get a Yeah, that's yeah. like we got. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, um, there. This not this confirms or anything, but there was one. There's one leak that uh, has proved true in other aspects, which a part of this one, not leak or whatever, is just like a post by someone who apparently knew stuff. Um, yeah. since been deleted, which that post contains Craig, Craig is doing well, like what Michelle said, and it's had it's been renewed for season three. Is what oh, that post said. I, I don't. I'm not surprised. Like, of course, it was. <laughs> I, that's. Season. I'm not confirming that it's been renewed for season three but uh if if you are to believe this one thing that we've seen also you can tell if a show's been renewed for another season if it's still in production and this show Mm -hmm. does seem to be in production i would say um but yeah 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 no i i i agree it's kind of bad it's astounding how consistently good in its like own way i think the show is um it does I, i feel like it really does stand out among all the cartoon network shows honestly yeah no for real yeah Alex, uh, final thoughts uh, on any of these episodes? Um, yeah, just in general, this is still a very cozy show. Um, I still love Kelsey a lot, and I, and Craig is still very sweet. Uh, so it's just it's a good show to watch if you want something wholesome in your life and something funny. So that that, that and you know that that that's that the show is still good at that. So I'm happy with it. Yeah um more yeah more of uh, i think what the, makes the show great um in this batch and also some new facets that are really fantastic as well and just every episode i think was at least good if not very good and everything at least had a few things that i really really liked um and i love this potential new direction with the other side although i definitely you know like the show's so successful at what it does that we don't i don't not even i'm not even eager for it to push towards plot like that's uh, that this as opposed to every single other show right yeah, so like, say, that's on, a big thing for dylan to say he i complain so plot. much about yeah on these uh you know it's it's um yeah, I'm, I'm not caught up in Amphibia, but I was frustrated with the fierce, you know, and uh, <laughs> Victor we, we, we gotta and, catch up on that show. It seems yeah, like a lot's going down. Seems like there's plot stuff eventually, but yeah. Um, it's every, just, yeah, I don't know. In general, Cartoon Network um, right now seems to dictate that all their shows must start with at least a season of non-serialization, and I um i'm not a fan of that at the moment but craig is like the exception like right like this is like the show which thrives in that environment and um it's like really i like this is like the success story for this formula that cartoon eric's going for in my eyes and it almost like validates it on its own just because it's so good um 
but yeah, it's but we don't need also need we also don't need to do try and make every other show like this. Like I'd love to see like I hope Infinity Train is plot right out of the gate and it's its own thing. Um, you know, like I, I I hope we get a variety of of types to come. We'll see. Um, but yeah, Craig, looking forward to more Craig. I think it'll be a little bit because these episodes are still airing on TV through the end of July. We'll see after that what happens. Um, and who knows? We'll probably get a a drop on the CN app at some point. Like, like we always do, but there you go. Okay. So let us know what you thought of these, uh, seven episodes, uh, at, uh, overlyanimated.com or in our YouTube comments, youtube.com slash overlyanimated. Come talk on our Craig channel on our discord at overlyanimated.com slash discord or support us and support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast. David, a.k.a. Papa Papillon, and thanks as I star patron executive producers Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, and Michael. Um, yep, we'll be back at some point whenever Craig is back. Also, check out our other coverage, um, including, I think there's going to be there's some new OKKO OK coming up. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of Cartoon Network stuff uh, to come here. Also, a bunch of other non-Cartoon network stuff we're covering, uh, like Final Space and... Uh, fruits basket and young justice and yeah find out yeah that show used to be cartoon network remember those days um and uh, find all that at overlyanimated.com that that didn't go that well that was one of our our worst moments so to, uh with we don't need to get into that but okay there with mm. cartoon network but yeah uh remember when cartoon network didn't air a episode of young justice uh hours before and they like dropped all their dc shows that was that was the time i, d- uh, okay. I don't even remember that but i, be- I believe that it happened we we should have a podcast on that was like a big notable thing it's a, like 10 years ago or something we should we should revisit this history that, that's a justin type thing to cover right it's like yeah yeah dc on cartoon network yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> thanks listening guys we will see you next time bye bye bye, bye.